0: America.
1: And I'm Liana, and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, Erica hates it, cryptid, culty, true crime. We'll cover it all. And we're drinking right now, so (laughs) join us with a drink. I'm about halfway through a bottle of rosé, and it's almost 8 o'clock tonight. Don't judge.
0: (laughs) (laughs) On a Tuesday. On
1: a Tuesday. It's what I had, and it's quite delicious. Oh, it looked really good. <laughs> I am drinking a lovely Chardonnay, so oh. for all you Chard people out there, cheers. <laughs> Normally, I hate anything that is not red wine, so this is this is a big thing. This is big. <laughs> so today we're going to cover some psychic phenomena, but we're not doing that yet. We have some no. things we need to cover. We want to thank everybody that has listened to our first podcast. Yay! People Yay. listen! Like, and thank you for following us on Instagram and our amazing pictures. Yeah, they're good. The, the best Photoshop of all time. Um, but we're on Podbean and we're on iTunes and we are really new to iTunes and we're still figuring it out. But I hear that you should comment on it in a positive Yay. light. In a positive light, four please. stars and
2: subscribe, we will be forever grateful.
1: <laughs> yes, please. We're working on the Google Play Store, and we just had another request for Stitcher. So, and I use Castbox for other things that I listen to, so we're gonna try to be on everything, but
2: <laughs> one thing at a time. We got two down. <laughs> iTunes is a big one. I'm very excited shocked. about
1: that. <laughs> I'm honestly shocked that we're there. So I'm pretty excited. But if you're interested in following us and finding out what we're up to, we are on Instagram uh, at nightgeistpod. And also on Twitter, which we've done zero with. And if you just prefer to email us, we're cool with that too. Our email address is nightgeistpod at gmail.com.
0: Yay! Please! <laughs> That That was was my spooky, yay.
1: And that was also (laughs) my horrible, I don't know what. So I needed to first make a follow-up to last week's episode. uh, Oh, God, get ready for it. (laughs) Last week, we covered Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Sean's fired. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, we'll get to that, too. I know. But first... Black Friday Death Count, it's a website that made me feel kind of icky, but I still, it was like a train wreck. I could not stop looking at it. It had previously been reported that there were 10 deaths and 111 injuries from about 2006 to 2017 in relation to Black Friday. However... This 2018 Black Friday, we added two more deaths. So we're up to 12 deaths and 117 injuries. There was mostly shootings and stabbings this time. And that's really icky. So let's keep our guns at home while we shop, please. <laughs> and our knives. Like, why do you have to shop with them? And I read what, hold on. I read one of the articles and it was about a guy getting shot or stabbed. I don't remember. It does, it's unimportant. The reason that he got attacked, <laughs> the reason he got attacked was because he was looking at an attractive woman.
2: Yeah, wait. I... <laughs>
1: Hold
2: on. Rewind. Like, don't look so at my questions. lady. <laughs> so no, he was have... attacked by another person or the lady? Yeah.
1: No, he was. A guy. Oh, cause... I
2: thought at first it was a lady and I was going to be oh. like, hell
1: yeah, girl.
2: Stab that fool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. <okay>. it's like, <laughs> so don't look some... at my
2: woman. <laughs> okay. Oh. Huh. All right. Well. Hmm. I know. I,
0: just,
2: I don't know how I feel about that. I don't either. Why? No need to stab. I feel like we could do, like, a stern warning first. We can use our words, right? Yeah, oh my. exactly. Um, and another like, pick- I'm going to stab you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the worst I would use. I like those words. Um, and another <laughs> update from last week, I got a lot of flack for hating on Kohl's. Um, first, I heard <laughs> from Erica telling me that her mom wanted to know why I hated Coles, And then I just let that go, and I just laughed about it. And then my husband was like, why do you you hate Kohl's? You can get so much stuff there. It's so cheap. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) To be honest, the Kohl's that's near me, it smells funny. I don't like it. I don't like going in there. It smells stale and kind of weird and old. And every time I've gone in there, I just don't have the patience for that kind of smell. So I leave. I've definitely found a couple (laughs) of pairs of slippers I really like there. So that's all I have to say about uh, that. I'm sorry. So I'll give much.
2: thanks to you. Kohl's will never sponsor us. <laughs> Shit. Well, I'll give Kohl's
1: another chance, but whatever. We just be- need
2: Marshall's and TJ Maxx money. That's all we need.
1: Yes. Now I'm hating on Kohl's. What's happening? Ah, Brenda, I'm so
2: sorry, I'm so sorry but I'm sorry, also Mom. not. <laughs> we'll get
1: you a Kohl's gift card to make up for it. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we'll have to. Or those weird coupons that come in the mail with Cole's cash. <laughs> yeah. We'll get you $50 in Cole's cash. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, well. do, do you have news? Do you have a news story for me? I have so much news. It's out of control. Okay. And also, if you hear us gasping, it's because we are drinking. So yeah. Again, Allah.
2: everyone at home, please drink along. Please. <laughs> It makes us that much more enjoyable to listen to. <laughs> I'm not editing, and it makes, yeah, no I'm not it editing a damn thing. <laughs> oh, God. I personally would like to just give a personal update that three, three-ish, four-ish hour ago, I don't know, came home to a pillow that exploded in um, our entire home. And it happened to be a feather pillow, which I am totally against <laughs> because that's animal cruelty and I'm vegan. But besides that, it was, the pillow was a gift in our defense. But uh, the pillow had so many feathers in it. I have our never entire seen living like room
1: was feathers. Oh, my God. My day. It, it was a disaster and... Erica absolutely will be posting these pictures because I've never seen anything like it. And you it also get to like see her
2: doggies. Oh, so that was part of my day. That was the time I was supposed to be taking notes for doing this podcast. Instead, I was cleaning up thousands of feathers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the swine tastes extra good right now. <laughs> Sean, Sean was really impressed that you had to deal with all of that today. He was uh, like, I think I would have given up. <laughs> oh, I have.
2: You can see what I look like, so you know I've given up. <laughs> <laughs> oh but I sound so beautiful and that's all that anyone cares about right so now so right?
1: true so true <laughs> and just so that anybody that doesn't know I'm in Southern California Eric is in Northern California we are old friends and we do this via Skype because we need friendship and communication so we do Maybe. podcasts <laughs> so we do podcast with wine cheers <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to clink my bottle hold on nope uh, it didn't, it didn't sound very it. good Okay. Well, it didn't sound I I was impressed. But
2: again, that doesn't mean
1: a lot. Try it it again. Hold on. I want to try.
2: Nope. Whatever. See, that sounds good to me. All right. I don't know what you're going for. (laughs) All right. Tell me a new story. Okay. I'm going to tell you a story (laughs) that involves, (laughs) get ready for it. All right. A lost pigeon. What's funny about the pigeon is when they found it, it had a bedazzled vest on. (laughs) (laughs) there's photos so I'm gonna upload is that how we say it whatever I'm gonna put some pictures on Instagram of this pigeon because this bedazzled vest he's wearing in my opinion is really high fashion and (laughs) I really dig it (laughs) besides that he was lost and people found him and were like wow pigeon with a bedazzled vest on what's up with that and then they were able to track down the owner thankfully um its name is olive she's gorge and her fashion taste is impeccable it's so bedazzled it's crazy um yeah they had planned to put her up for adoption but somebody came forward and (laughs) said that's my bird with that vest (laughs)
0: That's what
2: <laughs> It's so crazy. She went missing November seventh, and um, yeah, and now she's um, I guess back at home with the uh, what I assume is the rest of her wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> she's so cute. Oh. I wish I could find I have a picture, but i my computer's being funky, but, um, She's so cute. They called it her flight suit.
1: (laughs) Stop.
0: You'll just send me the
1: picture later. I just have this really adorable image, and it's just making me really happy. I love it. She's very pretty. (laughs) (laughs) She knows it. I love it. It's a good time. (laughs) Well, I have two news stories because they weren't really news. They were just kind of like... Well, I didn't think they were news. They were only like a paragraph long, and I thought it was totally necessary to share. The pink <laughs> frogmouth fish has made another appearance, and people were like, oh, it's just been recently discovered. It hasn't. It's been around. I this don't is...
2: know what you're talking about, but i I'm know. All for it.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm sending it I'm to like, another right. appearance? No. When was I'm... the first one? Like... <laughs> In the 1800s, I think, or something. Oh, okay. But it's not—it's not not common. So I'm sending it to you in our chat right now, so that you can see it. And he's supposedly the quote "missing link" fish. He's got feet. (laughs) I couldn't stop laughing at his feet. He's a
0: head
2: with boodle feet. Oh my god, he's so cute. His face is permanently (laughs) frowning. Oh no.
1: He should get with that pigeon. (laughs) Oh, he just was so
0: cute. And it was
1: making me laugh because his feet look like they're just photoshopped on. And he uses his feet, he uses his little feet to kind of like propel him across rocks. He can swim, but he kind of like does like this propel, float, flutter with his little feet. And it was just so cute. And He's been spotted again and people got all excited because oh they seem to think him. that it was new news, but I loved him. And he He's just Amazing. I love him. So I want to share a picture of him with the world because people need to see what he looks like. Oh
0: and
2: I'm already trying to figure out how I can Photoshop a bedazzled vest on him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Please do that. <laughs> that's
2: your homework. I home think mark. I could do
1: it. That's your homework. <laughs> I have another news story that's also not very new it's from august but it really grossed me out and i had to share it because i couldn't be the only one to experience it all on Uh, my own excellent so in this city or town called taganrog in russia there was like an insect apocalypse they're called the non-biting midge and it's really a type of mosquito but they don't bite so thank god but they were like totally disgusting and turning into like insect tornado and it was completely covering the town. Like people would walk outside and their arm would instantly be covered with like a sleeve of bugs. Like straight animals were hiding and people were hiding and, and like what about, they, what about the gay animals were they hiding too? Probably in the closet. <laughs> you said
2: oh, I got jokes.
1: <laughs> I said straight animals. Oh, I
2: heard straight animals. It was like straight up animals were hiding fool. I like, wow. Okay, Liana. What do you got against the non straight animals?
1: I love all animals gay, straight, (laughs) triangle. I don't know what they would (laughs) help, whatever. All animals okay, fine. But anyway, (laughs) they only live for five days, but apparently it's gotten progressively worse like every year. So, this is the first year that it's been really terrible. But anyway, so it would really gross me out. I would share a picture with you, but it's too gross and it made me feel like i had crawlies all over me so
2: i'll save you that make up for it there's the bird i just sent you the pigeon in the vest in case people are wondering what i meant by that <laughs> <gasps> stop
0: i love it's him. a
2: really good vest oh i love him i want that they pigeon
1: did such a good job it's really good like i'm impressed it's like lady gaga the pigeons <laughs> i do crafting stuff and that can't be easy because no. I obviously don't do crafting with live subjects. I do. <laughs> well I, I don't know
0: life.
1: I don't have a baby and 30,000 animals. I know.
2: God. Ugh. Don't remind me of the pillow incident.
1: Not <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> well, I think that was successful news.
1: Yes. Uh. <laughs> Here's to that. Before we get started, I wanted to quickly touch on what psychic phenomena can kind of can persist persist here we go consist of (laughs) it just persists to be the way i am (laughs) drinking and i'll just continue (laughs) okay Okay, so psychic phenomena there is just a vast array but i'm going to give you a quick explanation for the unsure for the folks that are just like, what the hell are they talking about? So for the main ones that people have heard of are telepathy, which is the ability to access somebody else's consciousness. There's psychokinesis, which is the ability to use one's consciousness consciousness, <laughs> to affect <laughs> external objects. So like, I'm going to use my mind to move that this lamp glass across of wine
2: closer. <laughs> closer
1: to <laughs> my hand. <laughs> There is clairvoyance, which is the ability to broaden one's consciousness to remote space and time. So that's Erica, help me. I need it. That's like
2: seeing events that haven't come to be yet, right?
1: Well, that's precognition. Oh, okay. This one's just, I can see stuff that happened in the past. I can also see stuff that happens in the future. So that person's just kind of like the clairvoyant is all over the place. All time. At all time. Timelines. Okay. So like I can see stuff that's happening in New Jersey uh, 60 years ago um, oh okay. okay whereas well precognition is just the ability to see the future of whatever I don't
2: uh, know. okay so clairvoyance is all <laughs> kind of all-knowing yeah,
1: yes right. all-knowing okay and then there is the term psychic which is the psychics are the people that pick up images and information off of other live souls off of humans so I'm gonna I'm gonna intuitively read your aura of I don't know you're stressed right. as hell or maybe
2: just a little more relaxed now right Um, so you can touch objects too and get feelings or vibes off of that that's part of it
1: that is one of the things there are there's like 30 different things that are on this list that I found of psychic phenomena, and I'm not going to read all of them. If you really want to find that out, please Google it. We are mostly comedy and less factual. Um, <laughs> but yeah, We rarely fact check. <laughs> that's what the internet is for. It tells me truth all the time. Yeah, we just talk about it over wine. And then there are mediums, though. they mediums that pick up images and information from the dead or spirits. So mediums are with dead people. Psychics are with live ones. And then there's extrasensory perception or ESP, as it is often described, so that works. I'm losing it. Um, but <laughs> it's considered the sixth sense or the second sight. So it's reception right. of information via. Uh, gained via the mind or it's sensed information that's that's all i wanted to really cover there's so much information and there it goes are on forever you oh, can go down a
2: deep dive rabbit hole with this topic
1: you can to probably mention, do a
2: ton of episodes on this alone seriously like each
1: topic totally because on youtube alone there were people that were mediums that were psychics that were clairvoyants that were like we will teach you how to do this yourself and i'm like oh my gosh i can't i don't have time for this but sounds exciting <laughs> it sounds thrilling so. It is. It's it's really fun reading about. I really enjoy it. It's, it's so interesting. But you go first, please. Tell me your Tell me your story. Tell I it. shall tell you all the stories of all the times. And I will remind,
2: <laughs> and it will be good. <laughs> As shall I. <laughs> so I have a ton <laughs> of different ones. So maybe I'll just do a few, and then I'll let you do some, and maybe we cool. can come back to me. But this one's kind of like an easy one to dip our toes into (laughs) that i (laughs) saw was really fun so i'm totally fascinated by the idea that twins can sense all these different things between each other um like uh, they can read each other's minds if a twin gets hurt from across the country the other one can sense it And I kind of looked into it a little bit and I forgot about these twins. I actually had read about them years ago. And then when I was looking into all this, they came up again and they were um, twins that were separated at birth.
0: Mm. So
2: it was really fun when they finally connected. I think they reunited it. Yeah. When they were 39 years old and yeah. So they had no, I don't even think they knew that they had a sibling until like later in life. So they really had no idea about oh. each other. Okay. And um, some of the stuff that they had that was in common with both of them was crazy. I'm trying to find it. Like, they married um, they married women of the, like, same name. They had the same profession. They had kids with the same first name and middle name. What? They, yeah. It was nuts. Okay. So, it says both gyms had married twice. The first time they married a woman named Linda When that marriage didn't work out, they divorced and they both went on to marry
1: women named Betty. And then wait, hold on, (laughs) stop. Yeah, so they each individually, yeah, someone named Linda, and each individually, okay, I'm sorry, (laughs) it's
2: so weird.
0: Mm. Um, and then
2: they both had a son, and they both named their son James Allen. The only difference between the names is Allen, in one of the brothers is with one L, and the other one had two L's, otherwise, same name. So weird, James Allen, they're
1: they're frauds, yeah, right? Right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Both (laughs) (laughs) were tie him up and kill (laughs) him. charlatans um <laughs> <laughs> both of them were heavy smokers both drove the same car which was a chevrolet they had similar jobs one was a security guard One was a sheriff um they both took vacations at the same florida beach um what?
1: wait hold at the same time had they not run into each i bet they
2: did i don't know it's crazy i don't understand it it's so that would so be weird. like
1: that would be like some Freaky Friday. No, not Freaky Friday. What's the other? Um, um, What's her name? The redhead that's now gone mm-hmm. off the deep end from Disney. Oh, Lindsay Lohan. That one. Yeah. yeah. What's that twin movie? Uh, Parent Trap. That one. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is wrong yeah,
2: with Yeah, well, what? I got it. Shut <laughs> up. Uh, Whatever. But the only difference really that it's. I guess unfortunate is their hairstyles. Is they both picked? I guess they have that in common. Now they think about it. they're both horrible.
1: Here it is if you can see it. Oh, oh, what is with that dude's bangs? So the bad. other one's... one of them's trying to do like a straight down bang thing, which is bad, and the other one has like a comb over. Whoa! Yeah, stop
2: all in on the sideburns the other one is like not all in and
1: likes bowl cuts clearly the bettys (laughs) their wives were very different in that they were both like this is the style that i like and cut your damn hair (laughs) so bad so now
2: that i think about it in the article that was one of the things that they hated on them they're like well they didn't have that in common clearly they had different hairstyles and i'm like you know what They did have it in common, because they were both ugly as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, skeptic! (laughs) I got it for your ass. Okay.
1: (laughs) Whoa, Erica just turned into a very different person. Everybody, you witnessed it. I'm not editing that out. (laughs) Uh, Please don't. Okay, so I can
2: do another one if you want. I got... I got stars all up in this. I've got um, two big
1: ones. that's it. So.
2: Okay, I'll do I'll do this one. This one is really fun. This is another one we can do like easily like two or three episodes on. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. So one of the other things I looked into that involves psychic phenomenon is remote viewing.
0: Mm. which is
2: the ability to perceive something with one's mind from a distance. So I can be here at home. And if I had this ability and someone said, Hey, like I need to know what's going on in, I don't know, Italy right now, I can project myself there and be in that space and give you information as to what's going on in that moment also remote viewers are able to go in the past
0: mm, and
2: okay so they're I guess clairvoyant in a sense too because they can go anywhere anytime places they haven't been they can go oh cool some of them claim to be able to just, like go on different planets and see things that are happening there
1: what? um okay that yeah. part I'm like come on keep it on this planet it's <laughs> crazy
2: <laughs> no it's true
1: so one of the
2: things that is proved to this being a real phenomenon is the cia greenlit a project called the stargate project it was from 1972 to 1995. it was a I 24 love
1: year that movie <laughs>
2: right it was a 24 24 um, year long program sponsored by the government it was classified some of it is declassified now um, and then it started with these two researchers that were super well-respected. Um, they were a laser physicist. One was named Russell Targ. The other one was Hal Putthoff, I think is how you say it. Um, <laughs> they were from Stanford, and they wanted to get funding because they believed in this type of ability. And so they reached out to the CIA, and the CIA basically said, Look, if you can prove to us that some of this is real, then we will fund you. And they proved enough for the CIA where they funded it for 24 years. Damn. Which is crazy. And the guy who they had to get to sign off on it is like a well-known skeptic within the CIA at the time. I think he was like the head of defense in the, at the I, White House before he went on to be CIA. I want to do um, an episode on this. I'm excited. I want to know more. crazy beans. I'm trying to find it. His name was John McMahon. He was the deputy director for intelligence. And it said he was, quote, well known for not suffering fools gladly. And (laughs) he was the one that told them, if you want to get funding, then impress me. And apparently they did. So then they went off and started the Stargate program. And so some of the people that I looked into that these two guys studied, one was Ingo Swan. He was a self-proclaimed remote viewer. He's the one who, um, they were doing tons and tons of tests on him. They would have him in rooms and they would have him completely sequestered off into different areas. And they would have another room, totally separate from him, and they would have a laser that goes off and on. And he would have to tell them, okay, it's on and it's off. And eventually he was like, look guys, he was getting all the tests right and passing them. And anything they threw his way, he was completely completely acing and he was like look i'm gonna go back home because i'm tired of these stupid tricks if you want to actually see me do something cool then let's do it otherwise i'm done so they were like yeah so they were like okay well tell us what jupiter looks like and he was like all right so he told them he He like got in his little zone. he They said he went between having his eyes open and sometimes they were closed. and he started reporting to him or to them that he saw a planet. He described it as having a ring around it. He said you wouldn't normally be able to see it, but he said he could see it. And he said it's like he described it as being like really crystally and described the material it was made out of. And at the time, We didn't have any kind of satellite or anything that knew what Jupiter looked like. So everybody was like, ah, you're stupid. You're describing Saturn. You're a hack. So then, like, I think, let me see. I think it was, like, years late, six years later, the results from the Voyager 1 probe reported in Time magazine that basically he was right and that there's a really thin ring that goes around Jupiter. And everyone in the CIA was like, oh snap (laughs) like everything he (laughs) described in detail to them it basically matched it and they they were floored like there's more you can read about it and um the documents have been most of them have been released they're declassified so you can see them it was really cool i really like it and then the other guy that they studied his name was joe mcmonigle he uh, i know they're weird names it's like really so like, let me see if I can find it. This guy, he worked with them and they were trying to figure out where a downed, what was it, Russian, it's called a Russian Topolev 22 bomber. It crashed and the CIA wanted it. So then they could look into it and be like, this is what Russia is using. This is what their plane looks like. This is like, you know, where they're at. And we can can take that information, right? And um, they couldn't find it when it crashed. So they were trying to get it before the Russians could retrieve their own plane or bomber. And what happened was Joe was given a large map of Africa on which he could try to match and record his mental pictures as they emerged. The first thing he saw on his mental screen was a river flowing to the north. Working with his eyes open and closed, he followed the river until it flowed between some rolling hills. After a half hour's work, he drew a circle on the map and said the plane was between the river and a little village shown by a dot. Within two days, the TU-22 was found by our ground forces within that circle Joe drew. What?
1: Okay, I'm just
2: super weird. And what's really weird Mm. is Jimmy Carter Mm. was the president at the time. Okay. They did this without him knowing it, and yeah. he, he confirmed uh, confirmed in a speech that he gave to college students in 95 that, quote, American spy satellites failed to locate any sign of the wreckage, and it was without my knowledge that the head of the CIA turned to a reputed psychic to find this, and he said, and then he went on to describe how they did, and he saw proof of it after the fact of it happening.
1: Oh, snap. No way. <laughs> <I> <laughs> it's
0: want- really weird. Oh, That's all
1: declassified. A
2: lot of that information is now you can um, see it. Yeah, it's so weird because he was like worked for the CIA. And it's, it's like weird. Our president was like, yeah, that happened. I do not even know about it. <laughs> I don't get it. And then one of the last per- people that they worked with, like he's one that you've probably heard of. He's the, he's really famous for bending spoons, Yuri Geller. Yep. That was like his shtick. So he actually was sequestered and worked with... The cia also and um a lot of skeptics have tried to debunk him and what's fun about what i read about him is the skeptics are trying to debunk him but the people in the cia who worked with him have nothing but that he they they only have like positive information like he did yeah. what he did what's so interesting because <laughs> the cia was like yes they did like he would be in separate rooms or across the United States. One of the famous ones that he had that I can even post pictures of was they had a pile of grapes and they told him, okay, tell us what is in the room. And he was like in a completely different area in a room by himself that um, he had no way of contacting anything. And he had a piece of paper and he drew 24 circles all together. And he drew a little stem, and he was like, "Oh my God!" And he's like, "I don't know what this is, but there's 24 circles, and I see them all connected." And then they <gasps> counted the grapes that are in the bunch that they had, and there were 24.
1: Oh my God, it's amazing! Like, ah, it's so cool. I don't know if you can see it. <gasps> I love it. Yes, you have to share that. That's awesome. It's really cool. And
2: then what's really freaky is that. People were like freaked out by the Stargate program because they kept getting like statistically speaking good results. That yeah. were more than just random, and they brought in a chick who was like, I forget what her title was. She was the twenty sixteen president of American Statistical Association. Like, okay. so she's like the head nerd of the United States of statistics. Like, that's I love it. Thing. Yes. And they had her study all of the data from the Stargate program. She mm-hmm. said, "There's no denying that statistically, there's something that is going on with remote viewing."
0: I mean, right. Um, She said,
2: quote, there is compelling evidence that precognition in which the target is selected after the subject has given the description is also successful. She said that, um, furthermore, the psychic phenomenon is, quote, much stronger than the evidence that aspirin prevents heart attacks. Oh, (laughs) that was her her, um, testimony before a judge. She swore under oath that there's something going on with the statistics of remote viewing and there's something more to it. Really? really weird
1: shots fire at the fda <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm gonna re-pour some wine because i didn't want to interrupt your beautiful storytelling all right that is the remainder of the bottle because uh, i didn't drink the whole I thing myself the end of your bottle <laughs> yes for my bottle homie <laughs> Is, is, it, is it my turn? I don't want to interrupt. I can you talk about Stargate
2: forever. It's crazy. I love uh, it. I totally love it.
1: I now also, I did not know that it existed. I thought it was just a really awesome movie. Isn't Kurt Russell
2: no, in it? Because no, I remember seeing I it when I was a lot younger. I'm not sure. But okay. I love it. It's so crazy. It's crazy because there's actually like government classified and declassified now information that's on it and oh, it's crazy. It's I love it. So, I love like, it. So what happens if, if there's even the smallest chance that that is real, then so many other things become possible. Mm-hmm. That's why I like Exactly. It. It's really cool. Like probably what you're about to talk about. <laughs>
1: well, Mine is a little different because I went toward the true crime route, obviously, because that's where I, I watch so many documentaries, I can't help it. So I wanted to talk about psychics helping law enforcement. So mm, solve crime. like that. Remember that TV show Medium with Patricia Arquette?
2: Love that show. <laughs> uh, did
1: we, didn't we talk about this before? Probably. <laughs>
2: it was yes. cheesy, but it was also like the early 2000s. So whatever. We do love, love her. me. <laughs> I do love her. No, we talked about stigmata because I also love that movie. <laughs> that was it. Uh, and then uh, that led me down my by Gabriel Byrne uh rabbit hole where I think he's actually a priest in real life fighting demons and he's not actually an yeah, actor.
1: And that they film him just because they're trying to fool the demons. Yep. Obviously.
2: I looked into that. He actually hates the Catholic Church. It oh. was a dark road I went down with him awkward He was training had- to become a Catholic priest and then things happened and he said he hates the Catholic church.
1: <laughs> Yikes. Okay. <Yeah>. Another time. <laughs> Another time. We'll definitely talk about that cuz yeah. I'm super intrigued. All is um, priests. It's just so- I know. I know. Whatever. Maybe he just he hates himself maybe. We'll Dude, talk. We about should that.
2: watch Stigmata and do a movie review on that. That's
1: a good idea. <laughs> well, anyway, okay. Sorry, going back. So, <laughs> <laughs> on topic now uh psychics helping law enforcement there's a lot of negative information about this like a lot of the law enforcement agencies really don't like to admit that they've used psychic assistance even though about 35 percent of urban departments have hired psychics wow but, that's a yeah, lot that's i know so but they get they're like ah so much time and money was wasted due to like false leads which i can totally understand that's mm-hmm. fine however when it's been helpful. Well, you be, you be the judge. So I'm going to talk about one person. I've got two cases. She's like one of the coolest because she's, she's just amazing. So her name is Dorothy Allison. She reminds me of Zelda Rubenstein. She reminds me of Tangina from Poltergeist. She's like, ah, this house is clear. Like I love her. I love her. In fact, I'm going to share a picture with you. So see I heart her. I give visuals. I want to share it because she's I think she's adorable. I mean, she looks like a she looks like someone's grandma. I just <laughs> I just love her.
2: Oh my god, I love her. She has amazing She looks her. like the missing member of the Golden Girls.
1: Oh, <laughs> she does. <laughs> well, there was already Wasn't there already a Dorothy? There was. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm can't have that she'll have to just go by allison i uh, fair but anyway <laughs> so she was like really matter of fact from like all the interviews that i was listening to she's from new jersey so she had that kind of accent she did not sound like tanginus which is really sad because she's Amazing. one of my favorite she's one of my favorite characters of all time so if you've never seen poltergeist the original one from the 80s please change your life <laughs> pause this episode watch it come uh, back after <laughs> then we'll talk. I just want to talk really quickly about her beginnings. She started having her psychic visions when she was about 14, or at least that's like the first documented one. She had a vision of her father's death, and then he died a few weeks later of pneumonia. Um, I know it's really sad. And then her mother, who was also a seer, wanted her to use her visions for not for profit because they were a gift. So she was like, no, you need to use them for good. And I need to really note that Dorothy, Allison, like all psychics, she's never solved this some- a criminal case. Rather, she's just provided clues to police to assist in their investigations. So she's just been like a helper. So she never took any money. She did this all voluntarily. The only time she ever took any money was because it was like a travel expense to a really faraway place or for like a TV appearance in relation to cases. So she didn't want to take money from like the parents or from the police or Uh anything like that. So like, you know, when the cops complain about it, I mean, granted, I wasn't there. So I don't know all of the she was just leading him on and no, no. him, like all out. Okay. No, so That's this first, cool. yeah, so this first case. Please forgive me for butchering this poor little baby's name. Um, his name was Michael Kirk Six. I'm sorry. <laughs> Great job. Um, uh, <laughs> Thank you. I try and know how to read. it. <laughs> so his name was Michael Kirk Six, <laughs> and he. <laughs> is unfortunately the sad focus of the story um so she first volunteered her services in 1967 when she had a dream she told this town called nutley i don't uh, forgive me i don't know where this was but she told the police that she dreamed of a little blonde blue-eyed boy in a green snowsuit with his shoes on the wrong feet and a religious pin on his third undershirt that he was drowned in a pond and that his poor little body was stuck in a drain pipe mm. so she contacted them on december 3rd 1967 before his drowning about two hours before it happened before he disappeared wow um, so he was five years old he went out to play with his older brother at around eight fifteen a.m so she called them at like 6 15 he fell into this like Massively turbulent river and he was swept away, but the police couldn't find his body. So a month later a missing boy whose description had not been publicized was found in like a pipe runoff area um, and his shoes were on the wrong feet. And wow. yeah, the clues that she gave police included that he would be found in a pipe. He was actually found floating in the river, unfortunately, where the river, where the pipes had been running up and down it. So it was likely that because they were, they're playing outside in like a rivery snowy area that he had, he'd fallen into the water, got stuck in the pipe and it had frozen. So mm-hmm. it's likely that when it thawed, that's when he was okay, shuttled out, out in into the water. current. Yeah. Um. She said that he he would be wearing a green snowsuit with a polo shirt with stripes and that she said that he would be wearing an under shirt beneath that with a metal pin on it and that his shoes were on the wrong feet so when he was found he had on the exact clothing that she had described and weird. he had did go- they off- accuse her of being involved <laughs>
0: <'Cause> <laughs> it's kind of <That>, weird
1: right <laughs> it happened to, to her with a couple of the stories um or one of them at least but um not this one but his galoshes were on the right on the correct feet but his undershoes were on the wrong feet like oh, she had predicted okay. um crazy she That's
0: had called specific.
1: I know and then she had called in earlier and when she had called in she had said the number 120 and the number eight is significant so she was really like big with I don't want to say numerology because I don't think that's exactly the right term but she was just very good at assessing numbers in association with the victims so they found him approximately at 120 in the afternoon and an elementary school ps8 stands at the riverbank nearby so like those numbers were significant and she said that he would be found behind a school so That was nearby and that a parking lot at an ITT factory was also significant because she would come across all of these different facts in her visions being like, "Okay, that's significant and that's significant. Like, you know, like different images popping up in her head saying, "Okay, this is important. Remember this. Remember this, too. So directly across from the river was the local ITT factory and its parking lot. And she also said that lumber was significant and a lumber yard was visible from where he was found. And then she had also told them when she called in two hours ahead of time that his body would be found on February 7th. And he was. Wow. Yeah. So I know I just threw a lot of facts at you, but like she just nailed this. And this was her first time assisting police officers. How old was she when she predicted (laughs) this? Like... Let's just say that I didn't do that much research (laughs) on her age at the time. She was
2: just like old-ish.
1: I don't think she was that old at that time. Young. She was
0: pretty young.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so she had that like down just super specific and the freaky. Uh, Poor boy. Too bad she couldn't know dude
2: I, or they didn't listen to her before i mean i don't well,
1: know there really wasn't much that they could do no. it's just like oh this little boy's gonna drown and all these like random things like while yes it's really cool that she was able to give that information it's also like well okay a lumber yard okay we can locate like seven within oh, this that's spot him. he's so cute i know little peanut so sad. I'm sorry, wow. I have to share it with you because I had to look at it. So <laughs> I, I don't like know. it. And then I have another story, but it's up to you if you want to go first. I can go.
2: Uh, the things that I had left that I looked into, I looked into a few more twin cases that were actually kind of fun. I can give you the bullet points of those and then end on my fun one that i've really enjoyed oh
0: okay um,
2: <laughs> yeah please please share so a few more of the other things i looked into with with twins having telepathy he, um, i can just read some of them yeah. um, there was a doctor if people wanted to look it up his name was dr larry dosi he was a chief staff at the medical city dallas hospital he was all about studying twins um because he thought there was something that was there and these are some of the cases that he studied that i looked into one of them
1: nazis dude the nazis (laughs) they also were interested in twins were they really oh my god dude we're doing another episode everybody that's shocked (laughs) about erica's lack of knowledge
2: oh
1: man i only know that (laughs) when it comes
2: to nazis i just know hitler liked german shepherds
1: oh my god enough
0: you're the worst
2: (laughs) oh my god i blacked
1: it all out it's too depressing i
2: don't like it okay carrying on. One of the studies that was really fun was he said that in 2009, there were 15-year-old twins. Um, Leanne was one of them. She was taking a bath upstairs while her twin sister, Gemma, was downstairs listening to music. Gemma got the sudden feeling to check on her twin sister, Leanne. She said it was, quote, like, it was a voice telling her, quote, your sister needs you. So she went upstairs, checked on her sister, and ended up saving her life because um, Leanne was having an epileptic seizure and drowning in her bathtub. Freaky. (laughs) In another instance, Gemma warned Leanne that she would have an epileptic attack and later that day, she did. So she started to be able to be like her little barometer of when she was about to have a seizure or attack. Um, really weird a different one that involved twins was the mother of a different set of twins wrote into a magazine claiming that 75 to 80 percent of the time one of her identical twin daughters correctly was able to predict when the other would have a seizure as well Mm. Um, she said the daughter would say she'll just say mom she's going to have a seizure or mom she's having one before it even strikes super strange and they asked her daughter how she knew and she would say I just know weird Weird weird. weird. Uh, study weird. more.
1: I wanna know. I know. Another
2: one that I thought was super cool was that a father accidentally slammed a door on one of his twin's hands, and the other twin yelled out in pain, even though her <sighs> hand hadn't been smashed. The same twin who hadn't been hurt, she showed a bruise on her hand later that day. What the hell? Super weird. Another one was in a similar example with different twins. One felt a sharp pain in my finger, is what they said, a couple of minutes before the sister slammed the door on the other one's finger. It's like a precog and, like, empathetic pain. Super weird. This one was crazy also. The doctor said he studied an example of a five-month-old identical twin that awoke at 10 o'clock at night and suddenly began crying. After 15 minutes, he stopped as if a switch turned off. And at the hospital several miles away, his brother is having a painful injection. His mother noted the time as 10 p.m. So these were five month old twins and one who was at home while the other was sick would cry when the other one would have an injection
1: or blood drawn. Same moment. The mom noted it. This it's kind of weird. stuff like renders me silent and I feel really bad because we're doing a freaking podcast. But I'm like,
0: oh my God, oh, <laughs> spooky. <laughs> it's like...
1: so weird. This one I found
2: really, it gave me kind of goosebumps. What I was reading about was that a lot of people claim that, okay, so everybody supposedly, if you believe in this, has a little bit of that ESP or that sixth sense that you talked mm-hmm. about in the beginning. And um, one of the examples that somebody used was when 9-11 happened, they looked into what the percentages were for occupancy on all four planes. Oh, so, no. On the planes, the occupancy for all four, um, one of them was 51%, one was 31%, one was 20 and the last was 16 Then they, looked up, the, they looked up the yearly averages for those planes. It's normally
1: 71%. Oh, my God. Weird. Oh. And, and they
2: interviewed some of the people who had th- those tickets already purchased, and they asked them, why weren't you on it? And most people replied with, I had a weird feeling and decided not to go. So it was way lower. They also looked into train crashes before big like crashes happened with trains. The same thing, the percentages were low, even though tickets were bought. People who actually showed up were very low. Holy shit.
1: Okay, so I'm there's something there's something I'm going to tell you that I've never told you about before so i used to be a flight attendant for anybody that doesn't know i used to be a flight attendant well yeah that's whatever that's why i drink so (laughs) because oh my god oh my god no okay so being a flight attendant you hear a lot of stuff well one of my friends that i worked with he was a lovely human being and i will not share his name because To this day, he feels awful, but he was supposed to work on flight 93 and he didn't feel like working and he called out sick. Wow. See? And he was just like, nah, I don't want to, no, I just don't feel like it. And I mean, as senior flight attendants, you get more leeway with calling out when you're like a junior, you go because you will lose your job. But he was just like, nah, I'm going to trade it out. So he like traded out that flight and didn't work it. So... That kind wow. of stuff, that kind of stuff is like, uh it just feels There's so something real. to that. It's there's something strange. real. I think oh there's something. Oh
0: my God, that's crazy. i thought you on it.
1: I know, I'd completely forgotten until you told me. That's so crazy. Oh my God, I need to ask you more about that later off. Oh. <laughs> yes, I need to know everything. That's crazy. Poor guy, I can't imagine I dealing with that. That's... I know. He's a God
0: sweetheart heavy, too. He's he's one
1: of those people that you're just like, I just want to give you a hug cuz you're no, so I sweet. Don't even know him and I want to. When <laughs> you're telling me that. I'm sure he would appreciate it. Aww. That's um, wild. Well, well, on that really happy note, do you want me to can, tell mine or do you want to well, go?
2: I was going to say mine. This one's kind of goofy and silly, so it might Let's, be a
1: good. I a mean, good yeah.
0: We're going to end way. on heavy
1: no matter what. <laughs> so
2: Well, okay. Well, then maybe I'll go last then because my last one is really fun. Let's have you end. Let's have you finish because I'll take it on home,
1: girl. (laughs) Bring us home, please. I can do it. (laughs) It's obvious that we've been drinking this time, whereas last time we were having tea and nothing. I can't
2: believe I've had almost this whole bottle. Oh,
0: Oh.
1: yeah. I've been drinking, I've been drinking fucking rose, so I'm going to be hurting if I don't pound like at least 36 ounces of water. I thought you were going to say
2: more rosé. <laughs> I'll be hurting if I don't have 36 ounces <sighs> more. No, I'm straight,
1: just, Liana. You I'm going to be drinking up yes. 40 after this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'll be
1: bonus material for you guys. <laughs> uh, we'd have to start a Patreon for that to happen. Uh, you I can mean, hear me. Our shit need, show after the show. <laughs> I need to be paid if I'm going to be that drunk. I'm going to be so disappointed with myself the next day. Ah. But
2: if we made money, then it was worth it. <laughs> Don't so, see us so. making any money. Not a, not a cent. <laughs> not for how much we're able to drink. No, it won't cover it. Oh,
1: okay. So we're going to go back to my hero, Dorothy Allison. Aww. Cause I just love her. She had just she had a bunch of stories, and she had a massive amount of hate, but I liked her, so I wanted to read her stories to you. This one is about a 14 year old girl. It's another sad one. She didn't find this poor girl alive. It's really sad. So I'm just gonna tell you right now. So just prep yourself. Have another drink. This one also happened in the 70s. So on May 15th, 1976, a 14 year old girl named Susan Jacobson she uh, disappeared so um, shortly after leaving her home. So she was going to. I think a job interview her parents went to the police who did not believe that she was kidnapped they were like she should come right home but they said no she clearly ran off with her boyfriend because she's you know dating someone and that's where she went so the parents were distraught because the police were doing nothing to help with this quote clear runaway situation and they had heard of Dorothy Allison and they arranged to have her meet with them at their home because the police had refused to take her disappearance seriously even though it was like two weeks later (laughs) like like, ah come on so Dorothy had met with the parents and these were the things that she had just told the parents off the cuff after they had explained like she's missing Dorothy named the girl's boyfriend as her killer Dempsey Hawkins and as it later was um discovered he was her killer she and this she just like came up with this name she didn't say what's his name yeah he did it like it was just like his name is Dempsey Hawkins and he killed her
0: yes.
1: she stated that the girl had been strangled by her boyfriend of about a year and a half who was distraught about the a pending breakup between the two how um, old were they again they were like 16 Okay, so they're teenagers. Okay. Or like she was or high schoolers. Whatever. She was in high school and he was okay. sixteen. He was a little older than her. She envisioned that the body was in like a marshy area, and this was really specific, near a large rock with the word M-A-R written in big red letters on it. These were like her exact words. Um she also sensed a smell of oil, and the poor girl was found in an oil drum. And she said the number 222 is connected with the smell of oil. And it ended up being the numbers found on the oil drum that she was found in. Wow. And she said that she would be found in or near water and she was so it says the corpse was found in water but the victim didn't drown so she was in a hole in like the oil drum so the oil drum was actually buried underground but there would not water that had seeped in oh, yeah. so she had provided like a number of other visual clues that were all found within 100 yards of the body like in plain sight two sets of church steeples she said there would be dual smokestacks she said there would be a broken down car in like this marshy area and she told the parents all of this and so the parents continued to search. Because the police were just like, eh, we're done. Like, we're not even gonna bother. So they like her dad just like incessantly searched. He was just like, no, I'm gonna find her, like, dead or alive. I just need to know.
0: You need so closure.
1: yeah. So they searched all of Staten Island, um, but they were unable unable to figure out like what the clues really meant. And they just continued searching until they found this place that they called the Downback, which had an abandoned World War One shipyard. And then they found a rock that had the letters M-A-R written in red spray paint found within the ended up being found within 100 yards of the body. So it was like in plain visual sight from where her poor body was dumped. And all of these clues that she had given to him um, helped him find where her where Susan's body would eventually be found two years later. So they searched for two fucking years. For sorry. her, yeah like i'm just I'm sorry, I'm cussing it's just so upsetting to me that the police were like, "Eh no nah. like what's what I mean what's the harm just I know I, or at least like question the boyfriend i mean yeah. i don't I don't so really he know. was just chilling, he know. didn't even get chilling. he was just, he was just well he was just chilling so so from standing where susan's body was found a person could see two church steeples like she said two smokestacks like she said and an a ab- bat in an abandoned car and that poor girl she was strangled to death and placed in the oil drum which was hence the smell of the oil and then thrown into a hole with a water-filled swamp below so that's wild that's crazy she Yeah. Yeah. So Dempsey Hawkins, her boyfriend, was 16 when he murdered Susan and 18 when he was tried and convicted for her murder. So how long did he get? So he was distraught over their pending breakup, which he so he lured Susan to her bunker-like room in a secluded part of Staten Island and choked her to death, and then he dumped her body. So in April 2010, he applied for parole for the eighth time, and he was denied. He's now 50. He's now 52. And he's been incarcerated for 34 years, and it's not looking good for him getting out. So he He doesn't deserve it. Yeah. Um, so Dorothy Allison I think is amazing she did have some very public failures but that's not why I'm here I'm not here to talk about those because I think she did good work everyone's allowed to not be perfect yeah the thing is I think like people
2: have this high standard for people who claim to be psychics and who have proven themselves like her Yeah. I mean you're human I don't think just because if you are born with some kind of paranormal supernatural gift like why do you have to be 100 all the time you know what I mean you're silly human why why is it if something is able to be challenged by skeptics like why can't why does why do they have to be perfect you know what I mean like if you're the best whatever soccer player of all time that would be like Expecting them to make goals every time the ball is within their possession That's stupid. Mm -hmm. So just because she's a psychic. You know what I mean? She shouldn't have to get everything right all the time. The fact that she got one right ever is insane to me. Yeah, So it's like, you
1: know, I don't know. No, I completely agree. And I mean, maybe the visions that she saw that were considered false leads were for other cases that she never got maybe. to even communicate with. because or maybe... she
2: misinterpreted it wrong, too, because there's, like I said, human error involved. Oh, absolutely.
1: Oh, I'm not saying that she's 100% perfect because no. we're all human and uh, as but humans, we all screw I up. I don't but think that makes her a liar.
2: A fraud. A fraud. Yeah, a fraud. Exactly. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, like, I think that she I, I'm, I'm convinced that her visions must have been accurate for something. So maybe she saw because there were times where I was reading about how she had given like a list of like 20 something names to somebody and the cops were furious because none of the names panned out as a suspect for X, Y, Z. And it's like, well, you know what, maybe she was naming off people that were suspects or that were criminals of other things in different states. And maybe she just happened to get that information because it's not it's not like reading a book. It's not like reading a website where it's just like the information is right there and clearly defined. It's it's something that is, again, left to interpretation. Not foolproof
2: either. But it's eh. also
1: very freaking cool. And I think it's real, especially after reading it. About it, yeah. I'm no, like, I, too. Oh.
2: I believe in it. Why not? I think it's not common, and I think a lot of people try to make money off of it and they give it a bad name and put a bad taste in people's mouths with it. But I think there are those that like actually have that ability. I mean, why not? There's so many stories of people who have. Like you were saying, your friend with the plane, like, there's so many stories about stuff like that. And there's stories, I mean, that don't even involve psychic phenomenon where it's like people suddenly have Hulk-like strength to live a car (laughs) off somebody and all this stuff. Like, I mean, things happen under strange circumstances and I think it's totally real. Uh, All right. Should should we bring it on home with my happy psychic phenomenon? So my last thing that I looked into because I'm in full-blown animal lover at heart and I looked into psychic phenomenon involving animals folks she has eight pets I don't know. <laughs> and a almost five-month-old baby yeah I have basically nine animals <laughs> <laughs> okay so I love animals and I couldn't help myself Um, I had to look into psychic phenomenon involving little fuzzies. And there is a doctor that y'all can look up called Dr. Rupert Sheldrake. He has devoted his life to psychic phenomenon involving animals. I love him already. I love him. He has so many fun stories that he has been able to study research and when he finds site phenomenon involving animals he's able to replicate a lot of these studies oh. and people haven't been able to prove him wrong which is really really fun I loved oh. that part so one of the stories that really stood out to me was a little dog his name is JT I think his mom's his owner was named Pam I believe and she swore up and down and left and right that her little JT when she was gone would always know when she was going to return home. So this doctor Dr. Sheldrake decided to look into it and test it. They put up nest cams in the home. They had um, her mom at home with little JT and she went out and they monitored the house and when they decided that it was time for the mom to come home they contacted her and said okay time to get a cab time to come home 11 seconds before that before they called her and she got in the new cab to come home Uh JT every single time ran to the door he knew (gasps) before they knew to tell her to come home they replicated it more than 200 times
0: what the hell hell?
1: (gasps) Can he communicate to my cat how much I love her? Cause Probably. I love my cat, love her. I, I freak feel out you. when she does like I the dumbest things. I, I freak I out. Get it. I get so excited. I photograph everything that she does. Oh, same, I, I do. Know. Mine too. Like, I know, I know the feeling. <laughs> <It's stupid. laughs>
2: but this little pup, every single time, he knew. But he knew even before they told her, before uh... she headed home. He would run in the door and sit he never sits by the door ever the only time oh. he sits by it is when she is coming home and he knew when she was getting in the cab before she got in it 11 oh seconds was the average so there was this guy who was a douchebag and he decided uh. to say nope that's not true it's not possible so dr sheldrake said here here's all the things i used. these are the parameters i used You test it yourself. You tell me what you come up with. And what really sucks is this guy, was his name was Wiseman. He did it, and what he found was that it was true. JT knew when the mom was coming home before she boarded the cab every time. But what sucks is he didn't want to admit it because he made a big publicity thing about the fact that it wasn't going to be true. So he didn't want to say I was wrong and you know, take that loss.
0: Ew, so when he did him.
2: press tours, he told people, no, 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 no. Yep, I was right. Nope. JT was wrong. The so <gasps> animal wasn't psychic. He had no idea about his mom coming home before. And this doctor, Dr. Sheldrake, was like, dare I say I'm paraphrasing. He was like, what the hell? Yeah. You found that my studies were accurate. And then finally uh. a couple years later, this Wiseman guy who studied it also, he was like, you're right. I'm wrong. And he came out to the press and said, you're right. Everything <laughs> is verifiable. Um, your study was correct and that there is something to hear going on that seems to be psychic with these animals.
1: Wiseman is not so wise. And we should just totally spam him with like psychic animal stuff I'm because totally he sounds like an a-hole and I hate him. He was! And he lied when he did his press
2: tour. And it's like, Finally, years later, but it's been more than two years that he comes out and says, hey, I was lying.
1: So so it's completely irrelevant. Yeah. Oh.
2: Really lame.
1: He's like a fake newsmonger. I hate him. Yeah. He's a troll. So,
2: and then the last one that I found that was really sweet was this little kitty named Sugar. She's a (gasps) Persian kitty cat. Her family lived in California and they decided to move to Oklahoma and they packed up little Sugar. Okay. Sugar jumped out of the car. Oh. I don't know if they realized it or not. I don't know the details on that, but Sugar jumped out of the car, ended up staying with their old neighbors for a few days. The family was like, shit, we don't have sugar. Now what we do? A year later, Sugar found her way home. It was over a thousand miles.
1: What the hell? She Are has no idea where this new house
2: is. Nothing. Found well, her way from there.
1: From California to Oklahoma. That's. that's yeah. Oh my Never God. Been she there went there before. through the desert? Oh my God. I'm like know. so sad that nobody stopped and like picked up. I know. Up. You know I a kitty, I
2: would. Like, it's crazy. There's so many stories. I looked up a ton. If you guys are interested in it, just Google like dogs, cats finding their way home. <gasps> oh. There's animals that have traveled, I mean, the entire United States worth and found their way home and oh. they've never been to the house that's the new house. And the, I mean, some people tried to argue, "Oh, it's not the same cat. That's not sugar." And sugar had a little deformity in one of her legs or her hips. So when they got her home, I mean, it was her. They could prove it basically. Oh, is what yeah. I'm yeah. You could see her little her little injury that
1: was still there. Poor baby. How would she know that? There's, I mean, that's weird. They had better have given her all of the treats and all any of the loves, yeah, any food that she ever wanted. I agree.
2: That's so crazy.
1: Before we end this, do you
2: yes. do you have anything? Do you have any psychic things you have predicted, Liana? I
0: I've,
1: I've been racking my brain, and I mean, this is really bad. I almost <laughs> feel like I shouldn't even. You're like one day. I was this. Like I really wanted Skittles, and then I had Skittles, and then Skittles <laughs> were fucking appeared. It was great. I was so stoked. No, oh dude, they were like wild berry flavored. <laughs> Oh shit! I hate that kind. I like the <gasps> original. The original. Oh, original. I will fight you, dude. I'll fight you, and I want to bring lime back because this apple stuff is garbage, and I really hate it, and it makes me mad. Skittles, I'm talking to you. There's I want no sour flavors. No sour. Oh no, those I are those, those. hurt my mouth. No. To. <laughs> back to psychic <laughs> phenomenon, and not skittles. Sk- <laughs> skittles. Um. <laughs> i hate myself right now um (laughs) this is my weird psychic thing and i'm gonna knock on wood that it doesn't ever create an issue because i like to go fast i am ricky bobby i like to drive fast i can't help it i can't help it shake shake shake
0: Shake.
1: bake (laughs) <laughs> and i'm from sonoma county so there are lots of open roads there's a lot of banked turns there's lots of one lane highways that are windy and really fun to drive fast especially when you're driving a manual and i used to drive like a total a-hole well i was always really good about being like all right that's enough i'm gonna slow it down and literally after every single time that i had done my joyride and i was like okay i've had enough i should probably stop i would stop and i I'm saying, like, around the next turn or next two turns, there would be a police, or like, a highway patrolman. Oh, man. So that was my psychic ability was I am I like the psychic police, to, like, radar detector. <laughs> or at least I used to be. I don't know anymore. I still haven't. I'm not go someone. fast in L.A. So. No, no, I know. There's no driving fast here. But I'm just going to keep knocking. <laughs> like, I used to drive so horribly. And I used to just feel like I needed to stop. And then every time I stopped, that's when a cop would be there. And I'm like, oh, my God, how did I do that? Oh, shit. I'm just going to go home and, like, not not do that again. And then I would do it again because I'm a horrible oh person. Oh, my
0: God.
1: That's so funny.
2: Hey. I, whatever. Hey. If it worked, it worked. What else?
1: It was so dangerous, though, and horrible. So I recognize <laughs> that. Don't be berate <laughs> me. Oh, my God. I was trying to, like,
2: rack my brain if I've had any psychic experiences and I feel like I've had a couple but one of the ones I was going to share was when I was two and a half weeks pregnant with my little stinky that I have now my little Esme I was (laughs) 5000% positive that she was going to be a girl and I kept telling myself oh man like this is me just trying to convince myself that I'm having a girl because I really wanted a girl. And I thought it was like my own self bias coming through. (laughs) And so I would kind of sit with that thought and then would tell myself, okay, I'm going to start talking to my, my belly as if it is a boy. And I'd be like, Hey, how are you doing? Like you're a cool dude and all this stuff. And then it would feel (laughs) Super, super wrong. Like none of it. Like every fiber of my being, when I would talk as if it were a boy, felt like, ugh, like that is not right. I'm <laughs> lying. This feels wrong, and it's it's not right. And then I would go back to being like, oh, I love you, Esme, Like you're a cute little girl. You're gonna be so smart and sweet. And it felt really, really good. And that was like at like two and a half, like maybe three weeks. And then, um, I was just so positive. Like I even have like a card from Bobby that he wrote that was like, I can't wait till we meet our baby girl. And that was like months before you can have the gender like sonogram. (laughs) And then, yeah. And then we found out we were having a girl. So I felt like that was like my like big, like psychic moment. Like I would have bet everything on that. Like if there was money, I could have put down on a table. I'd been like, girl.
1: <laughs> okay. So I have a question. Have you had any psychic mo- moments with her so far now that she has been born? Like you do something and sh- like, I don't know, just something like that. Or if you haven't, freaking update us because I want to know.
0: <laughs> Not- I do know.
2: Not as profound as that. I don't know if knowing when she's about to burp or fart counts, but (laughs) I've had those. I think that's just more me spending far too much time with her during the day. (laughs) She she curls her lip a certain way and I'm like, that's a turd.
0: (laughs) But no,
1: not that I know of yet. If I get one, I will update (laughs) y'all. Knowing that kind of future, you're like, oh God. I hate being psychic I know right <laughs> yeah now I hate it I'm like you're about to poop aren't you I'm
2: clairvoyant <laughs> <This sucks." laughs> I see the
1: shit unless
2: now. unless if Bobby my husband is home then it's like oh I know she's about to poop I'm gonna pass her over to him <laughs> and it's your turn and he's she like realized. oh I think she's going to the bathroom and I'm thinking yeah I knew that <laughs>
1: You realize that
2: he's going to listen to this. I know. And he probably already assumes this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That I pass her off when she's doing a little poop. (laughs) Okay. As long as it's already known and you haven't blown your own cover, that's fine. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) I won't reveal all my secrets. (laughs) Fantastic.
2: (laughs) oh my god i'm so excited we did it we successfully I talked about psychic phenomenon oh my gosh this... any of my pets bark oh my
1: gosh yeah. it's like a long one too so folks that are still sticking it out should be well and good drunk that's what she's saying fucking <laughs> preps man preps <laughs> and actually really quickly i just got to freaking message from one of our one of our followers that I I love so very much. His name is Jonathan. He's our friend. Um, he told me to publish fast so that I have something to listen to on my way to work tomorrow. So, oh, I don't know you, Jonathan, but
2: I hope I do soon and you're adorable and thank you for saying that.
1: Yes. <laughs> He's going to love that even more. So this has been Night Geist and we've just talked about a psychic phenomenon. And to those of you that are true psychics, true mystics, true clairvoyance, anything along that spectrum, I apologize if I offended you. I'm still learning a lot. There's too much to ever learn in one lifetime, so The main thing is we believe. We believe and we support you. Also I'm a little, a little drunk,
0: so there's (laughs) that
1: But I love it, I love it I have to, I just, I believe so hard, so hard. I need to more now than ever Yes, I know. So much research just only turned me into a believer. That's it, and that, and I want to do an episode on the Star Stargate Project. Like, <sighs>
2: dude, we have to. It's oh, so crazy.
1: That is a must, must, must.
2: So we should watch the
1: movie and then follow it up with a podcast on <gasps> the. Oh, that is such a good idea.
0: Okay, speaking. Of, if that.
1: anyone has any like things that they
2: would love to have us talk about, please tell us because. We have so many things that we want to talk about that we can't pick half the time. So if you would love to hear something, by all means, tell us and we will so gladly talk about it. (laughs) We would love to.
1: Yes, please DM us on Instagram. We're at nightgeistpod Um, or email us. We're nightgeistpod at gmail. Like we want to know because our brains are filled with hamsters and we are all over the place 100% of the time. So if somebody can give us something to focus on. That would be Thank awesome. You. I know. <laughs> Thank you, please. <laughs> um, yay! Yay! That is it. We're Nightgeist, and I think that's it, right? Yep.
2: Cheers. Cool. Have Cheers. a sexy, spooky week.
1: <laughs> Ooh. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.